Welcome to the Shulamite Podcast, an extension of Shulamite Ministries and Shulamite.com, with weekly interviews and teaching with author and speaker Martha Kilpatrick and hosted by John Enslow. This weekly podcast is a way to stay connected to the ministry. So come experience anointed messages, not giving just another method, but a living impartation. Amen. Now, I make no claim of anything special about myself. No claim whatever. I do know there have been times when the Holy Spirit has used me. There were other times when if he used me, it was not apparent. Not saying he didn't use us. But there are times when it's much more apparent than at other times. Some of you can remember years ago when in Conyers, other places we saw, we witnessed with our own eyes that tremendous crushing presence and power of the Holy Spirit. There were people that came to that meeting never intended to leave in the renewed state they left in, but they did leave in a renewed state. Thank you, Lord. And hopefully they're still functioning today. Let me tell you, the first, well, very quickly, you may know that I was a Baptist pastor in Atlanta at the time I got filled with the Holy Spirit. And that happened, number one, because I was driven to it. I was going through the ultimate, most painful crisis of my life. My wife, Cecile's mother, had been in a very tragic automobile wreck. And that was coming along at a time when I was already at the bottom of the barrel. And during that time of severe testing and crisis for me, her, her tragic, my wife's tragic wreck, then the realization that my own ministry was nothing what God intended it to be, that I was religious and very little more, if anything more, and that did not measure up. And I was driven to seek more. Became a counselor at the Atlanta Federal Penitentiary. Young man assigned to me the year before we met. Had been miraculously born again, saved, delivered, healed, filled with the Holy Spirit in Fort Leavenworth, Kansas, and then transferred to Atlanta. And on the absolute worst day of my life, there in the visitor's room of the Atlanta Federal Penitentiary, he laid hands on me to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and I was. It did not happen until I got home. But I left the penitentiary, drove home, fell across the bed, surrendered fully to Jesus Christ, and was delivered from horrific depression and filled with the Holy Spirit. And it was right after that, one of my former church members called me 
an alcoholic, woman who had been an alcoholic for 18 years, woman who had lost her husband and the respect of her children, was growing, her grandchildren were growing up not knowing her because her children did not want the grandchildren seeing their grandmother in her drunken stupor. She couldn't brush her teeth or comb her hair or button her dress. She was the local drunk. And she called me on the phone and she said, Brother Charles, she said, I understand, she was my former church member. She said, I understand you've changed. And while I was on a long distance phone call, 600 miles apart, explaining to her the change that had come to me when the prisoner laid hands on me. When I was explaining that to her, she was delivered from alcohol addiction and filled with the Holy Spirit. And then proved to be a crisis for her church. <laughs> Hallelujah. She went back to them and told them she was no longer an alcoholic. She had been delivered. And they said, how did you get delivered? And she said, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, if she had said, I was delivered through Alcoholics Anonymous, they wouldn't have cared. But when they said, when she said, I was delivered by the power of the Holy Spirit, that scared you-know-what out of them. <laughs> and in time, she had to leave the church. Absolutely true. She had to leave the church, go find another church that could rejoice that the Holy Spirit had delivered her from alcohol addiction. Her current church were scared of her, literally. At any rate, she was the first deliverance ministry that happened under my care. After that, God knows the number I saw not long after that when probably the next biggest deliverance ministry was a teenage boy who had gotten into witchcraft and was having a satanic explosion at home and the family had called the police and the fire department and they were both there asked me to come it was one o'clock in the morning and I went and the boy got delivered walked out of the room absolutely sane and normal and the police captain almost fell over when he saw that boy come out of the room normal. Went back to the Boynton Beach police stations, which is where I now live, and wrote on the blotter what the complaint had been, but they had witnessed a successful exorcism. The National Enquirer magazine found that on the blotter and wrote it up on the front page of the National Enquirer. But I had told the family that night, I said, don't give my name to anybody. I'm not looking for advertisement. But I got it anyway. But they did not have my name, thankfully. At any rate, 
That's how my deliverance ministry began. First, first one was the alcoholic church member. Been an alcoholic for 18 years. Got delivered, bang, over the telephone, 600 miles apart. And the other one was that teenage boy. So, thank you, Lord, you did it. Didn't even ask me, just threw me into it. Yes. Let's do that. <laughs> I'm I'll announce that. <laughs> Lord, all of us need refreshing of your Holy Spirit. We want it. Without it, Lord, we perish. We hope you've enjoyed the Shulamite podcast. For all the latest from Shulamite Ministries, please visit us at shulamite.com, where you'll find Martha's daily devotions, posts from getalongwithgod.com, and the online library of all of Martha's writings. At shulamite.com, downloading the free Shulamite app is easy, and livingchristianbooks.com is only a click away. Thank you for joining us on this journey to discover a God worth knowing.